Hey everyone, welcome to Taiwan Know Why, the podcast that answers questions and digs into the culture of this rebel island. This week's episode is titled Taiwan Unmasked, and we are going to talk about and look into all things regarding masks and wearing masks and mask production to do with the COVID pandemic and how it affects Taiwan. Uh, with me as always is my uh, esteemed colleague and longtime friend, Dr. Max Lowe. Hello, everybody. Hello, Mark. Can you believe that this pandemic is still around? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be around for a while, right? <sighs> we've seen, we've seen the ups and downs. Um, you know, we went through the original pandemic, then the Delta variant. Yes. And now we're trickling into Omicron, and and Taiwan's holding strong. But who knows what the what the future is yeah. going to bring? And it's 2022. Well, by the way, everybody, to our listeners out there, Happy New Year. <laughs> yes, Happy New Year, everyone. This is our first recording in the new year. Before we get going, a quick thank you to today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Suio Brand Clothing, t-shirts and accessories that represent the culture and pride of Taiwan. Head over to www.suiotw.com. That's S-W-E-E-O-T-W.com and check out what they have. This is a re-recording of this episode. So the facts that we gathered, we still believe they're relevant. They're only a couple months off, mm -hmm. and we're going to be talking about some of those facts later, which are quite revealing, quite surprising, mm -hmm. but they are still relevant today. Just to let you know what we've done, we're very curious about the reasons behind wearing masks. I mean, we know that it was it's mandated, but we wanted to hear from the people, you know, what are your reasons for wearing masks? Dr. Max Lowe and I, we, we went out to the parks, we, we talked to some local people, and um, we got a lot of good responses. I think... We were thinking that the reasons people were wearing a mask, well, number one, because you have no choice. Mm -hmm. um, we thought people might say, well, I don't want to get fined. Mm -hmm. Also, we thought possibly, oh, you know, just I don't want to get sick. Mm -hmm. So we had, we had our preconceived notions of what we, we might hear. What, what did you think, Max? I mean, I got to admit to you that when we were talking about doing this episode, I was wondering the reasoning behind this because... As a Taiwanese, what I see in Taiwan is everybody seems to be okay or more than okay with this mask wearing policy during the pandemic time. When you mentioned this, I was like, you sure? <laughs> but, you sure this but, is a big deal? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was like, is it a big deal? I mean, everybody is wearing the mask and nobody seems to complain. Then I started to pay attention to international news. I defined that, I mean, all over the world, people, not everybody's happy about this. Yeah. You see protests, you see people go on strike and then see not wearing masks is a part of human rights. Yeah, I mean, let's see what Taiwanese have to say about this. Well, I, I think you've touched on it briefly there. When the whole mask mandate became global. Right. Um, I remember CNN running a couple episodes and they were like, yeah, in Asia, people are used to seeing somebody with a mask, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, in non-pandemic times, if you have a cold or a flu, right. for Taiwanese people, you, th you throw a mask on because you're going to be in public transport, you're going to be at work, mm -hmm. you're going to be in the office. It's common courtesy just to say, hey, I don't want anyone else getting sick. So in a North American or a European perspective, to see someone with a mask mm -hmm. is a much different perception it's a bit of a shock right right, right. but here it, it's you know I, I shouldn't have been surprised it's not that big of yeah. a deal well but like you say in asia it's quite common for a lot of girls i mean if they if they don't wear makeup they will wear mask or like during the or they've got a couple zits coming in they'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah, they'll cover they will, up right makeup the mask is not something we're not used to seeing in time right right, right? It's, we're pretty used to it we're pretty used people to wear it. it for pollution they wear right. it on their scooters right. it's now we see more of it and we have right. to do it yeah it's a little bit different but yeah. for 
for a foreign person, it's it's like wow, where are these masks coming from all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, what, it's a little what about bit you? Different. What do you th- when you first heard that? I mean, you have to wear a mask. What's your first reaction? I'm I'm curious. I understand it, but I'm not gonna. I, for me, it's a pain in the ass. Okay. Right. Like, just <laughs> I gotta carry a mask with me all the time. Right. I'm I'm, I'm much more used to it now. I'm not gonna say I liked it, mm-hmm. but I, I respect the reasons why we do it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily like it, especially. You know, when, when this started in May, I mean, it's very, very hot here. I like to exercise. I like to right. get outside. And wearing a mask was just a disaster. You know, and for me, it was hard to rationalize. Okay, I'm by myself. I'm in the countryside on, on a road by myself. I need, to, I need to wear a mask. Right. Right. So I, I didn't like it, but I, I understand. I okay. Understand. Okay. But, you know, before we get into the actual responses we got, let's just talk about some facts. Sure, sure, okay, sure. Now, before the pandemic, we'd researched that... A million masks a day were produced in Taiwan for various reasons, for medical okay. use, for, mm-hmm. for, you know, the uses we talked about. After the pandemic, it shot up to 35 million masks produced a day. That's, right. that, that's, that's amazing. When this pandemic first um, outbreak, that we have this global mask shortage. Yeah. And yeah, so sure. Taiwanese government managed to put together this uh, mask producing national team. Yeah. So they call a lot of fabrics or mask producing companies. So for these companies, they put aside other orders and then they... I think there were some factories that were non-traditional mask wearers, but had the capability. Right, right. You know, same yeah. with, with alcohol spray yeah. and masks. But yeah, there's... Yeah, they put aside their business order and then they, they work together to, to deal with this national mask shortage crisis. So that's where the 35 million production a day come from. And that's a great thing. It is. Right, to, to know that a country can rally that quickly and say, hey, we got to get this done and we're, we're going to get it done. Right, yeah. so... Yeah. And also, government tried to make sure that in addition to this uh, 35 million uh, mask production per day, we also have 8 billion masks in stock to make sure that we have enough masks for, for people in Taiwan. But then also, Taiwan has donated a lot of masks overseas to our uh, international allies. People even call this mask diplomacy. Well, for sure, right? I, I mean, diplomacy yeah. and politics are always playing right. in. You know, you donate a couple million or 10 million masks here or there. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help you in the future. I don't think that's Taiwan's first thought. They're like, let's just help. Right? Yes. And, and that's great. That, yes. that's, that's super. I wonder if the usage of mask wearing or the incidence of mask wearing in North America, for example, mm-hmm. after this is over, I wonder if people will use masks when they get sick, like, like they do in Taiwan. Mm. And they won't see masks as such a, oh my God, someone's wearing a mask. Like it's it's so stark and it's such a big a big statement yeah you got a cold you got a flu wear a mask mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right i yeah, wonder i wonder if we'll see that in north america yeah maybe i, I don't know maybe don't know. you would become become a new habit maybe now i mean this is a bit of a downside of mask wearing the medical masks that are produced here they are not recyclable no right and, no. and i think it's something we we forget about and you and i thought okay 23 million people in taiwan We'll drop that down to 20 million because not everyone's going to wear a mask every day. But let's say you use one mask a day. That's what doctors suggest. Right, because you're out and about and it's, right. it's, you shouldn't be wearing it for three, four or five days. One mask a day. That's 20 million masks discarded yeah. a day. That's 20 million waste. We're waste looking at. a day. I think that's not an issue a lot of people talk about. I don't know a lot about it, but 
it's something they're gonna have to deal with, mm-hmm. right? And we are what, since May to now, three, 300 days into this, mm-hmm. we're looking at possibly 7 billion masks yeah. have been thrown away. 7 billion masks waste. And according to a uh, research by United Nations, 75% of the COVID-related medical waste, or including masks, are non-recyclable. So what happens is it's non-recyclable, you either bury it, or you burn it, I guess. I mean, some burn them. They're like any other litter, right? Do you see them discarded everywhere? Uh, we haven't heard a lot of people talking about this this issue, the COVID medical waste. I mean, they've got bigger they've got bigger fish to fry, as they say right now, right? Yeah, I mean, of course. Let's deal with the pandemic and keep people healthy. I'm sure there's someone looking at this problem, but why yeah. why add fuel to the fire now? No one's mm-hmm. going to come out and say, "Oh, by the way, here's another issue." Right. I came across this study by a university in Australia. It's University of Technology. A professor, they led a team. They tried to process the medical waste. Of course, we're talking about mask here. They have a special way to process it. They can break down the mask, and then use this material to pave the road. So that's a pretty interesting study that maybe people can look into that post-pandemic. You know, I hope that the solution for recycling masks is a positive story that somehow comes out of this, right? Like I hope someone's working on this and say, hey, you know, we had a pandemic, but look what we did. We we poured some research into this and we, we found a solution. Because let's be honest, right? Globally, there's not a lot of positive things um, coming out of COVID right now. Yeah, we could so. we could use a ray of sunshine right now. Huh? <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, that's you know that's the cold hard facts. Now let's talk a little bit about what the people said. Right. It was very interesting. You and I went and walked around the park with our masks on and microphone in hand. Yep. And uh, approached several Taiwanese people. I think probably 95% of the people were willing to talk to us. I mean, some of them were like, no, no thanks. But most people were willing to talk, right? And the majority of the people, Taiwanese people, Mm -hmm. had said that the reason they wear a mask is out of respect for each other. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they're doing what they can do to not spread the virus. Like a very altruistic, good answer. I was pleasantly surprised, but not surprised. Well, but to be honest with you, I'm not surprised at all. In Taiwanese culture, we have this saying that during this kind of crisis, we sacrifice a little bit of me to complete a bigger us. Mm-hmm. So, the concept is sort of like united we stand and what's the divided we fall. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think there's there's lots of idioms that basically comment on the greater good being better than the means right, of the, the greater good. So, so yeah. that's what uh, we are looking at here. Of course, mutual respect. Don't want to get fined or worry about, you know, if we don't wear masks and how people perceive us. What if it wasn't masks? Because people are used to it. Do you think if it was something completely new, like just something that Taiwanese people were not used to, had never done before, and they were saying, okay, now you need to do this. Do you think it would have been a difference or they would have jumped on that and said, okay, no problem. And I can't think of what that might be, but because masks were something already part of society. What about eye patches? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Goggles, Goggles, mandatory goggle wearing. Yeah, well, uh, you know, as a Taiwanese, I mean, the way I understand Taiwanese culture and society, I would say most people will still comply. And then we, we agree to do it, even though we find it a little bit weird, uncomfortable. But like you say, for the greater good. Is this something, Max, that you think is taught by your family? Or is it is it a, an institutional thing that you learn in school? 
you know, is a part of Confucianism, you know, is it like, where does that come from? Yeah, I mean, I would say we have this kind of Confucianism or like a familial obligation, like the greater goods comes before personal interest, this kind of uh, ideology embed in our education. So um, in this time of crisis, I mean, you can see that. Of course, we, it's not like, I'm not saying that we are not selfish. Of course, yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we, we try to look, look out for our own interests too. Yeah, but yeah. it's just that in this special time, most people tend to pull aside our differences, our own interests, and focus on what's more important here. Yeah, and I, I think that touches on what I'm trying to get at is like wearing a mask for a Taiwanese person is not a big deal. It, it's not a big step. Yeah. Right. But for for North Americans, it's a big deal. And we see it on television. You know, people are anti-mask and, you know, I'm not wearing a mask. You can't infringe on my rights. But going back to our interviews in the park, not a single person came with that angle saying, no, I don't. I'm wearing a mask, but it infringes on my personal rights. No one, no one even touched on that topic. When we were telling our interviewees, okay, so we are wearing masks here. No problem. Not so not so much complaint. But do you know that in Europe and North America, people go on strike, people, you know, like... They're rioting, they're fighting. violently. And then some of the interviewees say, yeah, yeah, I saw this on CNN. And then from their look, we can tell that they're confused. The expression is uh, saying that, why the protest? They they were confused, but they were definitely not judgmental. Not at all, not at all. They're like, okay, we understand if that's that's the American perspective or the, the European perspective that they think it's an infringement i understand that yeah. right i understand that they're raised yeah. in a different way they're different philosophies the individual is a, is regarded as a bigger entity in a western culture than an right. asian culture so right. they understand it right you know they don't they don't view it as a selfish thing so oh no not at all they understand the cultural differences but it just their look telling us it's just wearing a mask what's the big deal that kind of sums <laughs> up you know probably every taiwanese person's you know, you're just wearing a mask. What's a big deal? Yeah. We, we wear it all the time. Yep. Right. But it, it, it is a big deal for some people because it's not oh, something they're used is. to. It is. It is. Not something they're used to. Yeah. We did have an opportunity to get an American perspective. Right. And we asked them the same question. And uh, let's let's have a little listen here to see what, what an American perspective living in Taiwan. Sure. And, and wearing a mask here. Let's see what he had to say. Sure. What is the reason behind you wearing a mask, being a being a foreigner living in Taiwan? Uh, the biggest reason for me is to not scare and not upset Taiwanese people. Like, I think the threat of COVID is pretty minimal at this point, but Taiwanese people are still very on edge. And if I wear the mask, that'll make them feel more safe and comfortable. Do you feel as a foreigner that you have a bit of a responsibility to represent all foreigners by your actions? Well, sure. Like, I'm an American, and when I'm wearing my mask, I hope that if people know me, they'll think better about Americans. And not all Americans are like the ones they see on TV that are very passionately fighting against wearing masks, which is very difficult for Taiwanese people to see. It's so different from what they would expect. Obviously, having grown up in America, and I'm Canadian, so we might be a little bit different, but I would assume that you guys are taught that you know your human rights are something that you need to hang on to. Do you feel that your rights as an individual are being infringed upon here by by having to wear a mask? 
I think what we don't think about enough is that your rights end where other people's rights begin. So if I don't wear a mask and I hurt somebody else, then that is infringing on their rights. So I'd rather everybody just lose the little bit of their rights to put this mask on and then everybody else's rights to safety are insured. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, he touches on some on some mm-hmm. great points there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's wearing a mask because he wants to have a perception he's not offending anybody. Obviously, I'm a foreigner. I understand that. We stand out a little bit, so it's very easy to portray both negative and positive things. So right. he's, he's trying to portray a positive thing. But at the very end, he said exactly what you said, right? He's doing his little bit for the for the greater good. His rights don't supersede the rights of everybody else. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate that for a lot of foreigners in Taiwan. I mean... They do follow this um, mask-wearing policy out of respect. We, we appreciate that, I gotta say. I understand that it's uncomfortable, and then there's even the cultural differences in mask-wearing. But like what our interviewee said in the end, I mean, this is a tough time, this is a difficult time, so it takes everybody to get through this, right? And then another thing is you have to understand Taiwan is an island country. We are not very big. Since the pandemic outbreak, we have been doing a good job. So, I mean, mm-hmm. this is more like consensus in Taiwanese society that we want to make sure we keep it that way. We want to make sure that we keep the infected cases minimum. We want to make sure that our Taiwanese society is still functional. Um, Do you normally. think, Max, that there's a, uh, a national sense of pride yes. on, on how the pandemic has been dealt with? Because on, on CNN and whatnot, they're like, hey... Look at Taiwan. Look what Taiwan's doing. Look how well they're doing. And I think it, it's brought out some national pride right? Yeah. In, in taking a positive out of an extremely negative situation again. If you want to say national pride, it might be a little bit you know, exaggerated, but I would say yeah. we are proud of our teamwork. Yeah. I mean, everybody is doing our part wearing a mask and then wash your hands, social distancing, stay home. Right now, we're facing Omicron, right? Yeah. You know, in Europe, in North America, in other countries, you're facing record, you know, record breaking record high, cases again. You know, yeah. 300,000 cases a day. But for right now, Taiwan, we have, I don't know, today we have 12 cases. Yeah. So, and then the government is like warning everybody, please stay alert, still be cautious, you know, don't relax too much. The virus is still out there. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to back up a second. A gentleman like the one we just interviewed was talking about how he likes to or he feels obligated to give out a good impression of foreigners. Mm -hmm. But uh, you remember the story in Taichung, there was that guy, the drunken guy at the 7-Eleven or refusing to wear a mask and causing a ruckus and police showed up. That's the kind of stuff you're like, oh, all the good that other people are doing, Yeah, you know, they don't put people on TV wearing masks and walking down the road. They show the ones that don't. Right, And it's right. such a negative well, <laughs> stain on the majority of the people who are following the rules, right? I mean, that's an exception to the rule. The guy's a complete idiot. He's got issues, obviously. And it's just, it's tough to see that. Well, I, I gotta say that we come across this kind of news from time to time. It's not just foreigners in Taiwan. Even Taiwanese people do that too in this time of pandemic crisis is stressful it's stressful and then there's been a couple of instances right like a couple yeah. of fights at 7-elevens with taiwanese and, and stuff yeah it's yeah not- i mean i people are under a lot of pressure and then something just you know gone wrong and they stop wearing masks or that when people tell them to wear a mask they just lost it 
So you see, you know, some nut job stabbed 7-Eleven staff to death just because the 7-Eleven staff kindly told him to please put on your mask before you enter the store. We don't know all the facts yeah. behind those people who, who snap, like the foreigner. There's got to be other issues. I, I cannot right, imagine right. being so enraged to ask me put on that you're going to physically hurt someone for asking, like, oh, yeah. come on, there's got to be other issues. But right. it, does, it does look bad. I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the extreme. I'm going to, a bit of a tangent here, Max. I mean, we're talking about, in general, the Taiwanese people's willingness to sacrifice the individual for the greater good. We've, mm-hmm. we've talked about that. But I'm going to throw it out there. I've lived here a long time. Okay. And I think there are other things that they can be doing for the greater good that are just not done, and I don't get it. Agree. I mean, the way people drive here, right? You knew I was going there. Uh, a lot of people's reluctance to wear helmets... I mean, for the greater good, they need to be driving better, but there's a lot of people who don't. Yeah, obviously that that greater good you're talking about right there is not great enough (laughs) for for Taiwanese people to 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 change our driving habits. You know, I, I wonder, I mean, if we asked the exact same question to, you know, people, you know, let's let's say we could set up a, on the side of a road and we watch a car blow through a red light and almost run over a pedestrian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which happens all the time, and then immediately ask them, why aren't you following the rules? That would, you know? be, that would be interesting. Like I why, mean. you know, they wear a mask for the greater good and they say they're not doing it because they don't want to get caught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why on the opposite end are people willingly breaking the law I wonder what their answer would be. Well, I'm sure people have their reasons. But from what I know about Taiwanese, I would say sometimes, well, not everybody. You know, I know we have good Taiwanese, bad Taiwanese, like for everywhere sure, else. For sure. But sometimes like, it's just a habit of Taiwanese to, you know, to take shortcuts, to cut corners. We tend to be a bit what, opportuni- opportunistic. Yeah, but you're not being opportunistic with masks is what I'm saying. Right, you're not cutting. You're not cutting corners there. Yeah. So, so. Th- but there's other areas of society. So that's why I'm where, saying that because yeah. this crisis is serious and severe enough that we feel okay. We should, you know, pull aside our differences or our selfishness. I mean, I know that the Taiwanese government and police officials have raised the awareness lately of pedestrian walks, and mm-hmm. I, I I can't quote facts, but I I remember hearing that. The amount of incidents have gone down and the amount of fines have gone mm-hmm. up for that specific thing, right? But there, there's a long way to go with making driving safe here. It's not, it's not about getting somewhere on time. I, I'm not talking traffic. I'm talking violating traffic rules, like really, really dangerous stuff. Well, man, you've been here for 20 years. Stay for another 20 years. You're going to see some concrete changes. You think so? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we're improving. I got to say, we're improving, but not at a pace you are... You expect it, but it doesn't mean that Taiwanese society is not doing anything. We are aware of the, you know, the reckless driving habits. But if you if you see that, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us we see that too. Yeah, I gotta say that it's changing, but maybe not at a pace you you want. But yeah, stay for another twenty years. You see something concrete happen. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it, it's a it's a topic for another podcast. Yeah. Um, but the one thing, you know, I, I just remembered, I am a little bit discouraged with the mask wearing. Mm-hmm. The latest rules, right? Okay, you can't exercise without wearing a mask. Yes. So that means I can't be on a country road by myself running or hiking without a mask. But I can go to a restaurant 
where a hundred people take off their masks, sit side by side, talk. Like it just, if you're going to do it, do it, or you're not going to do it, don't do it. But it seems to be a very, it's an odd thing they're picking out to, to mandate and not mandate. Yeah. But you got to eat. You don't have to run. You got to eat. <laughs> and then and then the Taiwanese government got to try to look out, look out for every industry. Especially we relaxed the mask wearing policy like two months ago. So a lot of restaurants, a lot of, you know, shopping malls, grocery stores, they're finally getting people back. Yeah. So I think the, what Taiwanese government, when they are making this mask wearing policy or the social distancing policy, they have to consider a lot of industry interest here. And, and we haven't commented, but we have to say we are extremely fortunate to be in Taiwan during the pandemic. I agree. We've had our life interrupted a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. There's a bit of a mafan wearing masks mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's online learning for a while, but we have not experienced the economic and social shutdowns that the rest of the world has. So we're still okay, right? Still so a little okay. bit of inconvenience, but that, you know, I can understand a little more, I guess, that people are super, super frustrated in other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I guess sports was one of the last things to relax their mask wearing and now, so it's one of the first ones to get strict again, right? Right. I think just this week as well, schools are not allowed to travel. I think the Taijiang mayor said schools are not allowed to travel outside of Taijiang for sports competitions. Um, so that, that kind of exercise lifestyle with a mask is going to have to start up again. Right, right, right. But hang in there. Lunar New Year is around the corner. A lot of overseas Taiwanese are coming back. So Taiwanese government are just taking precaution. You know, people, they might get infected and then bringing the virus back to Taiwan. Yeah. So they're just being precautious. That's it. Um, you know, something we didn't research and we haven't talked about is the effectiveness of masks, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of people who think masks are completely ineffective, right? We haven't talked about that. Mm-hmm. I am not a doctor, but I will say since the mask mandate has started, mm-hmm. the reduction of just general flus mm-hmm. and general colds, because I teach, okay. had disappeared. Yep. Yes. So you can't tell me it's not serving yes. a purpose. It's got to be helping. Right, right. right. Kids aren't getting sick. Kids are not getting sick. And a lot of clinics for kids, they say, well, our business is is not as good as it used to be because, you know, people are wearing masks, kids are wearing masks, washing hands more often than ever. And that's just a good thing to do in general for your health, right? But it's it's, it's helping a lot. I mean, medical researchers have suggested that wearing masks is the first thing you can do to stop any viruses. I mean, we're talking about medical masks. We're talking about surgical masks here, not just any mask. There's a reason doctors have been wearing them this whole time, right? Of course, yeah. And research says that at least it can filter 80% of the virus. So when you get that 20% of virus in your system, your immune system is still strong enough to fight it. So put on a mask and wash your hands. So that's what people have been doing and keep doing that. Any final thoughts on the mask wearing? I was quite happy with what I heard from the people we interviewed. I was expecting to hear, I'm not wearing a mask. I don't want to get fined. That wasn't on people's minds. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was good to hear. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where I'm going to leave it off and say I, I was happy with the results we got from our interviews. I got to say, I'm not surprised. I'm happy like you are. I'm just happy to hear people say it. Final thought is for our listeners out there, whether you're in Taiwan or anywhere else in the world, if you can, put on a mask, wash your hands. So we'll get through this together, right? Yeah, and it's, it's nice to see that, as you know, Taiwan can be very divided on issues, especially politics, right. like anywhere else, right. right? But on this mask-wearing mandate and 
suppressing anything to do with COVID, they've been united, which is which right. is good to see. And that's a surprise. <laughs> we we work like a team on this one. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Please yeah. uh, be safe, wear your mask, yeah. and uh, let's get through this pandemic as soon yeah. as we can. I hope this is the only episode we have to do on pandemic. All right. Take, take care, care out there. Have bye a bye. good week. Bye bye. Bye bye.